So here, <laughs> these are biblical words in, uh, pertaining to worship, okay? Pertaining to our postures in worship, um, postures and praise. So if you do see someone in here yelling, ho, um, you might want to pay attention to this list I'm about to, um, yeah, right? Or if you see somebody with a flag and you're like, why are they waving a flag? Go to a football game, right? I mean, there's people there excited about a ball, right? Yeah, they're, <laughs> I mean, really, um, go to a baseball game. But, but yeah, we've got Jesus who set us free. Why not wave flags? Besides, they did all throughout the Bible. Why not celebrate violently? Violently? That sounds negative. But wait a minute. There's a word. There's a thing in the Bible that says to spin about vehemently before the Lord in worship. That's why David did it and all his clothes fell off. Let's read this. Um, so we have the word barach. Barach. Uh, barach. Say it's B-A-R-A-K. Say it with me. Barach. Yes. This word is to kneel down to bless God and uh, as an act of adoration. We see some people doing that. That's one of the things that I, I tend to do a lot in worship. As if somebody else is leading, I just kneel down. I don't do it when I'm playing the keyboard because then I might knock the keyboard over and destroy the atmosphere. Um, but uh, kneeling down, just it's adoration. It's like you are awesome. I am, I am um, way beneath you, and yet I'm, up, I'm lifted up in you in my low place. So to kneel down, to bless God is an a- act of adoration. There's the word yadah. Yada. It's Y-A-D-A-H. It's to throw up a hand and to worship with extended hand. Hey, come on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, throw that hand up. Why do we lift hands and worship? Well, because of yada. Hey. And, it's, it, and you can also say it like this. It's just like surrender. You know? Why do people lift their hands up and worship? For me, it's an act of surrender. It's like... It's here you go. You can have all of this because some of this is a mess. Some of it's not. Some of it's on the way to being better, but you can have it all as an act of worship. All right. To, to, da. To, da. It's T-O-W-D-A-H. To, da. All right. Yes. Over in uh, the Middle East, they use a lot of you know, so watch out if you're standing near somebody who's talking. You just get a little towel. Um, todah. Um, an extension of the hand in adoration of acceptance. It's kind of the same. The hand up. Extension of the hand in, in adoration um, or acceptance. It's like, I want more of you. I adore you. Here, you, you could, here, 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 here. It's just amazing um, when we actually let ourselves Use some energy and worship with these uh, postures of praise here. There is Shabbat. Shabbat. S H A B A C H. Uh, that word is to address in a loud tone to triumph, glory, and shout. Yes, Jesus. Amen. You are worthy of my shout. You are worthy of my praise. It's lifting up a shout. Are you capable of lifting up a shout to the Lord? All right. Let's try this one more time. Those in this room who, are, who have come in tired and you're like, I'm not in the mood to worship right now. Um, 
try lifting up a shout. Like, go a little bit beyond yourself right now. Let's do it. Amen. Yes. Yes. Now, did you notice that that's starting to already scrape that off of you? It does. If you just lift up a shout, it, it starts taking off that, that lethargy. Um, and it gives glory to God. He doesn't need it to be louder or softer. He could hear it just the same. It's us. It's what it does to us in the praise, right? Um, halah. H-A-L-A-H. Halah. To be clear, to shine. Shine. All right. To boast. Uh, celebrate and be clamorously foolish. There we go. We've seen that. You're looking over, you're like, why is that person like spinning around in worship right now? Clamorously foolish. Oh, it's in the Bible. It's right here. It's one of the postures of praise that God himself has in the Bible. Halah, to be clear, to shine, to glow. Do you know that there actually have been people, uh, people, groups, uh, uh, worshiping the Lord so deeply that other people approached them and thought they were on fire and thought they were shining. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I used to uh, do some worship sets at a little, um, like a house of prayer in Roseville many years back. And um, there was a fellow in there who some would call slow, you know. Um, but that man loved Jesus. And because he did have a slight condition, he just didn't care what people think. You know what I mean? That's the benefit. Um, and that guy loves Jesus. And he would be there worshiping Jesus um, after everybody else left. He would stay and just worship God and spin around. One night, this is true story, folks. The fire department came to that house of prayer. And uh, they got there and they said, there's, they, they screamed to knock on the door. And they said, there's flames on top of the building. And he comes out and he says, there is? You know, and they said, wait, there were Mm. Mm. right okay <laughs> something was going on God was meeting in there it says to shine to boast about the Lord and celebrate and be clamorously foolish hey God doesn't care how sophisticated we seem right He's, that's not his deal he doesn't care about that like I said when David was uh, spinning around dancing his stuff flew off you know his wife was like what you doing naked out here and, uh, and he goes, it doesn't, it's none of your business. I'm worshiping God, you know? All right. Um, so here we go. Zamar. Don't worry, folks. These are the last two. Zamar. Um, to touch the strings, to pluck the strings and sing along. Ah. Back to that harp we were talking about a while ago. To pluck the strings. It's a beautiful sound. It's peace. It speaks of... Um, What's going on in heaven? Because in uh, Revelation 5, 8, there are angels 24 hours a day plucking harps in worship to the Lord. It's 24 hours all the time. That's the, that's the chapter, or that's this verse, by the way, that's talking about constant prayer, worship, prayer and worship, where, where during that worship, uh, the plucking of the harps and the saints are praying, the prayers go into a golden bowl in front of God. A golden ball. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's amazing, you know? I mean, I, I saw Avengers last week. That was incredible, you know? But, I mean, but you think of what's going on in heaven, and you're like, wait a minute. There's a golden bowl. A gold, it, can you hear me now? 
Oh, I ain't giving no spoilers. No, I would never do that. No, I'm against spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a golden bowl in front of the throne of God, and when we pray, and our prayers are going into that bowl, and what does it smell like to the Lord? Incense. It smells like perfume rising up to his nostrils, and that's that where the, the, the strings are being plucked. And lastly, friends, there's uh, te... I don't even know how to pronounce this one. T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. Tequila. Tequila. Not tequila. Let's get that clear. Tequila. (laughs) All right, friends. Um, That means to sing loud. Praise that God inhabits. Sing loud. So let's just say tonight, let's have no shy thing going on in this room when it comes to praising the Lord. If you're shy, if you've got a shy personality, that's fine if you're shy with people. But, but try to get rid of that when you're praising the Lord tonight, you know? Just give it to the Lord. Tonight, we're going to worship deep as we possibly can because He deserves it. It's not about us. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking because i got more to say in a little while. Um, so, yeah, let's worship Jesus. Right on? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just keep on going a little bit more, just a little bit, no worries, um, uh, about uh, what I was talking about earlier. Um, hey, we're going through the book of Acts lately, earlier before worship. Um, it's interesting. You know, uh, I, I wanted to share some of these postures of praise with you that come from the Bible in these um, Hebrew words um, and what they all mean. We went through them before the service. I wasn't going to do that, but um, it's fun being open to what God wants to do, yes? Yeah? He'll shift our stuff. He will. Um, We went in for prayer before, a really powerful prayer room. It was like diving into a hot tub of goodness. I don't know. It was just, yeah, really good. And um, walking into that room, and um, as soon as they were praying for us, I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, actually, let's flip things around and let's talk about this passage of praise before worship and i i could see that that was a good thing uh, can you feel that praise god for that um yeah um so that was if you weren't here yet that was about the different expressions that are actually expressed in the bible about worship lifting our hands sitting on the ground kneeling before the lord crying before the lord spinning about like crazy people shouting, um, you know, all that kind of thing that God is like, I love it all. I love it all. And there, there's, there's meaning in all of it. Uh, so no judgments, no judgments against other people when they're worshiping God in a different way that you do. Mm. Who said, mm? you could say that again. <laughs> Come on now. So last week, uh, Karina was in cha- Acts chapter 2. Um, talking about um, Peter calling people to repent and to get baptized. And then, behold, we saw some little ones get baptized tonight. And by the way, if while I'm talking, some fire gets on you and you're like, I need to get dunked now. Hey, there's still water in that tank, right? There's water in the tank. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's not for little kids, by the way. If you saw, it just happened to be that way tonight. But if you're in here and you're like, Something's coming over me. I need to get cleansed. 
then go for it. Tell us. Tell somebody. We'll do this. I'll shut up, and you can, we can do that instead. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so we're continuing on. I, I just want to take that same uh, uh, ta- take the same chapter and just read a little bit more in this. Okay, so Peter Peter was preaching, and he warned these people so that he just got through telling them, repent and turn to God. Repent, Karina mentioned last week, repent is going back up to the penthouse. It's not, you're a mess, and you need to repent, and you're going to hell. Um, No, it's not that at all. It's God saying, actually, the pent, the top place, which is where you're made to be, um, you may have gone down a few floors because you forgot who you are. And so I'm just saying, come back up here. Repent. Come back up to the high place with me. And his position is always that. So actually, we can repent every day. We really can. We should. We really should. <laughs> Repent's not a bad word. It's really good. Uh, so um, he's telling people, repent and then go, you know, uh, with the anointed one and, um, and, and get, get baptized Um, Peter preached to them and warned them with these words, be rescued from the wayward and perverse culture of this world. Now, does that hit anyone? Are we living in a place right now where there's some of that going on? And it does affect us. Am I alone in this? I mean, it, you know, it, we're out there, we're inundated. We don't, we're not in a church service 24 hours a day. And he's saying, just, just be careful about this. Um, uh, yeah, be rescued. Be rescued from the wayward ways of the world. And that's by coming to the Lord. I mean, that's just, that's just by being in a humble position in front of him, worshiping him like we did tonight. That is, that's how we get rescued from it. Just turn and look at him. Turn your affections toward him. Um, those who believed the word that he said that day numbered 3,000. They were all baptized and added to the church. That's pretty cool. So in verse 42 here in chapter 2, every believer was faithfully devoted to following these teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion, coming together regularly for prayer. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Hey, (laughs) okay Um, I'm going to read a little bit more through and talk about this all the believers were in fellowship as one body and they shared with one another whatever they had out of generosity they even sold their assets to uh, contribute to the proceeds um, to those who were in need among them daily they met together every single day they had church I mean, daily, they were so hungry, they, they, they turned, they repented, they came back up, they got baptized, and it did something to everybody's hearts. It put their hearts on fire, and they were like, we got to get together every day, and now I just want to give my stuff away. I mean, they were having amazing communion with each other. Fellowship, like it's truly intended, was birthed out of this, um, and, it, and, and it, the core of that was the awe of the Lord. Yes, that was the that was what it was all about. Not like what we see today. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, when when you see Christians get on social media or whatever and bash other Christians for being on the Ellen Show or something, you know what I mean? That's terrible. That's horrible. No, we just need to look up to the Lord all the time. We're looking up this way, and we'll start getting that unity. Okay. Um, 
daily they met. Um, <clears throat> they shared meals together <laughs> uh, with joyful hearts and tender humility. Isn't that fun? Um, they were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their numbers every single day. Let me completely digress and retract and say, happy May the 4th, by the way. I, I, may the 4th be with you. I, I love Star Wars, and I can't believe I didn't open up with that, you know. And if you think that's too pagan, whatever. I love Star Wars. Happy May the 4th be with you. All right. Um, back to this. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I do have... Uh, I have... I have <laughs> I do have uh, resistance socks on, um, and I did water the lawn out in the front of my house with a Chewbacca mask this morning. It's fun. It's fun when my yell, when neighbors yell out their windows to me, and cars were driving by. Uh, anyway, all right. So back to this. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, okay. So everyone had a deep sense of holy awe. Okay. Everyone had a deep sense of holy awe. I'm going to say a little bold statement here, and this is not at all to shame me or any of you or any of us, but we have a little lack of that going on. We just do. I'm not, I don't mean at blazing fire. I mean everywhere. We, there's quite a lack um, in the gathering of the American church on, on the whole uh, of that awe of the Lord. Um, we've turned to program. We've turned to a lot of other things, and 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 sometimes even sometimes even the message that we um, love and absolutely is imperative that we need that the Father cares so much about us can sometimes turn into well, God's like, you know, like my cosmic bellhop, and um and just did, does what I need right, and um and then that awe starts to dissipate. No. We need to get a constant sense of awe. And when these people were together and they they got baptized, it came over them, right? I pray that all those little kids today just has such a sense of awe over God that it doesn't leave them and it's with them for the rest of their lives. Come on, right? And this is why, because he is amazing. He is, uh, it's more than just the word amazing, though. I mean, we say it, you are amazing. All right, you know? But we need to, um, we do need to reconsider and reconsider and reconsider again what he's done and who he really is, that he made the heavens. You know, tonight, go up on your roof and look at the stars and go, that is immeasurable, and that's in the hand of God. You know, I mean, just, just take a few more minutes tonight or, some, you know, soon and do that. Or go take a walk in the forest you don't have to go very far. Oakland, or was that Berkeley? Um, is, what's that thing called that we go to? Wet Redwood Regional in Berkeley. Oakland. It's right in Oakland. It's a redwood forest. You could walk right through it and pretend you're not in Oakland and just in a city, you know, and, um, and just look at those trees. They're pretty big, you know, and it's super peaceful there. And you just walk through, not nearly as... Uh, crowded as the, the famous one, Mirror Woods, um, and just walk through and look at those trees and listen to them and go, God, you, this was your idea. I mean, this is, 
Th- he has those in heaven, you know. It was his idea. Uh, go to the ocean. We're pretty blessed to live not too far from that, too. One of my favorite things to do is to go to the beach and, um, and just sit there and, and look at it and, and go, wow, you know, I can't see the other end. And yet you hold it all in your hands. You, you even command the waves. When we do this kind of thing, it kind of brings that sense of awe back, you know. Um, and then when we do come together, this is, this is talking about a community of believers together. We will bring that to the table as well as the good food. Uh, but we'll bring that awe with us into the congregation. Somebody else will bring it too. And you'll bump up against each other, hug each other. And it's like, ah, <laughs> right, for God. And um, it's an explosion of God's goodness. And then the celebration of his fame and his name and his bigness will, um, will become even even louder. It will become even more powerful. You know, um, it's just like tonight. I think that God had me share those, uh, those aspects of praise before worship, because sometimes, um, it sounds unspiritual to give instruction about worship, you know, but sometimes we just need a little bit of reminding like, oh yeah, Oh yeah, I could do this and it means something to the Lord. It's and it means something for me. It's surrendering to the Lord and it's giving glory to him. I could sit on the floor and um and just be in reverence to him. I could cry and it all does something for him. I'm going to step out tonight of my funk or whatever it is. We you know we, that the week tries to put on us. And um and and it works, you know? Uh it really works. Um so they had uh, they had signs and wonders um, out of generosity started hitting people. You know what? When I first came to Blazing Fire, oh my gosh, uh, there were so many things. Karina and I, um, I came from a, a, just a, a little bit of a, a, a hard place when we came into Blazing Fire. And so we were just observing everything. And we were going, golly, it's, this is this place. You know, there's so much freedom here. But I was watching little aspects of what was going on here. One of them that stood out to me so much is I was like, week after week, I was like, I was watching people bring presents for each other. And people were handing money to each other. Uh, I I, I haven't seen it as much right now. But, I mean, back in the day, it was, I'm not kidding. It was every week I'd sit there going, there's that. There's somebody else just brought you know, and then we would stay at church till about two in the morning and eat pizza together, and have revival in the kitchen over junk food. <laughs> um, we did, uh, but it was amazing. There was so much generosity going on, um, and and it was the power of God was doing that to people. And it was just what every time somebody received something from someone, um, there was more of the light and that awe of God happening. Every time someone gave something away, <laughs> that was happening to them as well. This is actually a, um, a, a dynamic of worship, is to be generous. It really is. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's my night to, to um, kind of wrap up chapter two here um, and to talk about worship. And you would naturally think I'm going to talk about, well, we need to stand up and sing a lot to God. But there's some other aspects to this. There's a lot, you know. I mean, straight up, all we need to do really is look at that forest and go, you made this, and right there, you're worshiping God, right? And it does something inside of you. Right there, you're connecting with the eternity that is going on in heaven 
right now. <laughs> You're connecting with the very thing that's happening in heaven 24 hours a day. Uh, that's eternity, and you can step into, you can have one foot on the earth, one foot on eternity, because now you're giving, uh, you're, you're giving glory back to God. You're, you're showing God, you're saying, I recognize that you're this big, that you made Yosemite. You know, that is worship to the Lord. Um, and like I said, if we can all do that, and we come together, boom! Right? I mean, what an explosion, right? Right? We have we have some nights I you know I could see here now these are this this is going to be this is the kind of hard thing to talk about because um, because it's was well let me just say it um, some some nights uh, we come here um, like especially during the summer because there's no air up in this place not very much and um uh, but but sometimes lately when um, we've all just been really tired life is just going. You know, there's so much going on. Gas prices are going up. I mean, there's a lot happening, and and life seems to be getting bit, bigger, busier and busier. Um, social media is kicking people all over the place. You know, I mean, it's a blessing, but mm, you know, we gotta we gotta watch how we manage that because it can really actually drain us. And so we come in here together, and there's a, there's actually a lot of nights where, where we get going, and there's a lot of people just going. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no shame on that. There's no, I'm not trying to point out, you know, anyone or anything like that. I'm, I'm just saying we, we have that. But let me just encourage us to maybe, um, like I was, uh, like, like earlier when I was talking before worship, one of these words meant to give a shout to the Lord. And I, I just challenged everyone in the room, if you're in here tonight and you're like, I'm feeling dull, whatever, just give a shout. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> huh? Um, I give a shout. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You can replace some other phrases, you know, with that. It's getting really hot in here. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and I believe what happened earlier with some people is they were like, yes, Lord. They just, you know, let those vocal cords, just oscillation of your vocal cords just happen a little stronger. And all of a sudden, it just does something to your whole person, your whole being, you know, and, um, and, and actually kind of scrapes off some of that dullness. It really does. Let's do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, let's look at coming together to worship the Lord as an amazing thing, as a privilege. Let's, why don't we, what if all during the week, you know, not only just practice worshiping the Lord all week long, of course, it's not just about the church meeting at all, but what about all during the week we ramp up? We're like, Saturday night, I get to be with my friends and worship God Almighty just like the angels are. And I get to do this with some really neat people. Yes, here we come Saturday night. And by, so, <laughs> so by the time we come in here together, um, there's energy, there's zeal. Yeah, and that's what I'm actually really getting after is the word zeal. You know, because... Um, I mean, yeah, we get tired. You know, I've come in here really exhausted at times. 
Um, but there's the zeal of the Lord. And I want to just declare that we have the zeal of the Lord. And you could pray that over yourself. You could actually prophesy that to yourself. You know, David prophesied to his own soul. Why are you so downcast, soul? Put your trust in God and bless his name, right? We could prophesy over ourselves. Hey, get some zeal, Toddy. <laughs> you know, Todd, you got some zeal. You got zeal for the house of God. You got zeal for the face of God. You got zeal for the Son of God. You got zeal for the Holy Spirit. And you got zeal to be with believers and worship God. You have it today, Todd. You know what I mean? Except you don't have to call yourself Todd. Uh, that would be strange. Um, but uh, except the Todd means wise, so you could use, you know, yeah. It really does. <laughs> it means wise and it means fox. Which is why in the Fox and the Hound, the little fox's name was Todd. I love sharing facts like that. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, um, yeah, get some zeal. We have zeal, right? Amen. Amen. Here's why we have access to zeal. Because we're linked with God. And God, heaven is zealous, y'all. I mean, heaven. Hey, you know, you know who Julie Meyer is? Yeah, okay. She was with House of Prayer. I think she's in Southern California now. Um, she is awesome. She's, <laughs> you should, you know, just listen to some of her music. Um, the Lord has, uh, let me just say uh, you, you you might hear if you if you ever hear if someone was taken up to heaven you might instantly get skeptical really really but I'm telling you this woman is the real deal and she had an experience she really did and she turned it into a song like you could you could uh, I can't remember what it's called but you can hear the story of it um, but she describes some things and how loud heaven is. She said, even the sound of the crashing waves of the crystal sea sounded like that. Like, like glass, you know, like, like it was crashing glass. Super loud, but it was something about it was so, you know, life-giving, awesome. And she said that the sound of the angels worshiping was booming loud, and everybody worshiping was loud. There's zeal there, you know? There's four living creatures constantly bow down, bowing down to God, and there's... Uh, the elders that are constantly throwing, they've been given crowns of authority and yet they're always going, bam, you can have this. This is for you. <laughs> they're casting their crowns down all the time. There's angels flying around the throne with harps, constantly worshiping. And like I mentioned earlier, that, that bowl filled with prayers is just, you know, I, I don't think it's like a little cute bowl, like, oh, what a nice little bowl. No. If it holds all of our prayers, it's much bigger than this building, I'm sure. And there's, and our prayers smell like perfume rising up to God. In this whole thing where there's a rainbow around his throne, you know, there's crashing waves. It's, <laughs> there's wind. Hey, there's zeal. There's zeal there. And so here we are. You know, we had a long week, whatever. Things trying to take our joy away. But you can just go, hey, I'm going to tell you, God, that you're good. And, and I'm going to worship you, and zeal will start coming. Because it's there in heaven, and you're tapping into what's going on in heaven. Let's do this together, right? When we come in here, when there's visitors coming all up in this place, 
You know, let them walk through the door and go, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if, what if non-believers come in here to just find out what's going on in that little building and they walk in and they all of a sudden their hearts are like, because of the zeal of the believers that are in here. Amen? Do you want to worship Jesus? Come on. And this is one thing I love to tell um, our teenagers, the young adult groups we have. Um, we live in a super, super privileged day and age where we can have access to some very anointed worship music all the time online for free. For free. You could tune into IHOP, Bethel, um, YouTube. You could put a YouTube channel on. You could subscribe to Upper Room in Texas. And, uh, yeah, oh, oh, oh man. Um, and, and put it on YouTube and just let it run. And it'll just keep playing that stuff and stuff related to it. Bethel things, whatever. Um, all sons and daughters. I mean, just all kinds of stuff that's available where worship can just be flowing into your house all the time. There was a, there was a, uh, when we started youth pastoring here, there was a young guy named Logan Reed who, (laughs) um, when he first, he, he first came to Blazing Fire uh, on a Saturday night, people were just praising the Lord and shouting and hoeing and hawing and everything. And he was like, whoa, because he was high. He was not high on the Lord. He was high, you know? And, um, (laughs) and he's like, wow, this place, this is a trip, you know? And, um, <laughs> and uh um but something went past that and gripped him and he was like when the high wore off he was like I still feel what was going on there. I want to come back and he came back and he started coming to our youth group and um and uh oh lord let me remember why I was even mentioning all this. Um mm, there was a reason he felt gripped um, well, over time, I was like, Logan, I think, I think you're a worship leader. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're a worship leader. Um, he's like, I don't even sing, man. You know, he played guitar. He's like, I don't, I don't even sing. And, and he goes, really, I just only like rock. I don't like all these genres of, you know, church music. I'm like, well, why don't you let your heart just see what it wants past that? So he started, um, this is back when IHOP was, just started streaming 24-7. And I, I was like, dude, just, just let this stream in your bedroom. And um, so he told me, yeah, yeah, you know, not exactly my style of music. I'm like, okay, all right. But he himself kept turning it on before school, right? Eventually, he left it running all while he was at school and all night long. And this kid, um, his heart, he's like, I love to worship Jesus. And if you've been here around long, long enough, you know, he was playing with us and he was leading worship here and in our youth group. And then he moved to Kansas City. And we watched him on the, on the stream leading worship at Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not about the genre, you know. I mean, I, I, I definitely have certain ones I like. I, really, I like really dirty rock, like, like dirty guitars, you know, and stuff. Uh, I like the, uh, you know, I like all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but um, but it's just it's just the turning to the Lord. It doesn't matter. All of a sudden, your heart it doesn't even matter to you what 
if it's quiet music, like just one instrument, like tonight, you know, or a whole band or a rock band or whatever it is, um, your heart will go there because you're actually just speaking the truth, singing the truth, turning to the Lord. So I love to say um, we turn our affections toward you, God. Okay? We turn our affections toward you, God. A lot of things want our affections. A lot of things come after our affections. But when we can just confess with our mouth, I turn my affection toward you, it actually automatically starts happening. Just like when we pray, tenderize and soften my heart, you automatically start feeling something happening to your heart. So these people, you know, in this, in this chapter, um, daily they met together in the temple courts um, and at one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together and with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with praises to God. Continually filled with praises to God. And interestingly enough, in that same sentence, it says, and enjoying the favor of all people. We praise the Lord, and he's going to be like, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. He's going to put his favor on us um, because he loves that we come before him. You know, he's not got a power trip going on, by the way. He is just the most powerful there is. And it is our response if we look at him to worship this guy. You know, it's the truth. And then especially when we consider what he's done for us, the things he's saved us from. Sometimes it helps to go back a little bit and remember that too. You know, I mean, you don't want to stay there very long like, wow, I was a mess. But sometimes, you know, I just think of the the the... Uh, Goo Lagoon in Bikini Bottom, you know, and um, uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob, thank you. You know, I don't know how, I don't know how all the fish in Bikini Bottom were actually swimming in another place. They had a beach they would go to under the water, but it was Goo Lagoon, you know, and it's interesting because now when I think of my weird times, I always think of Goo Lagoon. You know, and um, I was stuck in Goo Lagoon, and then I called out to the Lord, and he was like, all right, let's come out of the goo. You know, let's come out of there. Um, uh, by the way, Bikini Bottom is the name of the place where SpongeBob lives under the water, in case you're wondering. I just realized what that, yeah, I, I, yeah, the context. Thank you, Jesus, for reminding me of things once in a while. So... <laughs> So um, this is about it. God deserves it. God deserves it. God deserves it. He really does. Um, we can literally, you guys, stand in our living room at home and say, you're holy. You're holy. You're holy. You're holy. You are holy. You're holy. You're holy. You're holy. You're holy. And you will start to feel the holiness of God fill up your house and fill you up too. Or how about this one? Thank you. Thank you. He wants us to have thankful hearts. He says it all through the word. Your praise continually on your lips. Um, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We're a complaining society, but if we turn it around, we're like, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and get past the, this sounds obnoxious. I'm saying thank you a thousand times, a thousand and one, and all of a sudden everything inside of you bursts. Thank you, God. Thank you. It becomes so real. It becomes you, and it becomes just a, a true and pure form of worship. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. So let's pray that right now. Thank you. 
Thank you, God. Thank you for saving us. God, thank you so much. Thank you, God, that we've turned, when we've turned around over and over and over and tried to run away from you, try as I may to chase another lover, I find there is, there is no other like you who is always saying, just come back up here, come back up here. I'm not here to shame you. I'm here to hug you. Just come into these arms. That's your position. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Here we come. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I ask, God, that you would open up our eyes and ears, all of us in this room, everyone listening by podcast, open up our eyes and our ears to the truth, to you, to the things you're saying, to those sounds in heaven, to the roar that's going on from you, the Lion of Judah, calling us, calling our name. Thank you. Open our eyes and open our ears, God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. Bless the Lord. Amen. Oh, do we have ministry teams tonight? (laughs) Huh? Do we? Sure. Well, bless each other, minister to each other, and we probably have a few people up here to pray for you. Um, yeah, praise God. Love you guys. Yeah, if, if there's any people that went to the NLE and ministered to people, you'd like to come up here and pray for people? Come on, man. Come pray for people. They need a teenager praying for them. No pressure. Um, all right. Bless you guys. Bless your fellowship here tonight. Thank you, God. Yeah. Woo!